Everybody knows about who the exact king of the muscle car industry is. Yes, the Dodge Charger. We all know the Mustang is the only muscle car to ever coexist since the beginning of the muscle car era. But the Charger is the reigning king of the muscle car era. It is the one most powerful product that everybody wanted can outperform any other product on the road. Even though it was massive, it was big. It spawned the Dodge Daytona Superbird, one of the fastest production NASCAR ever in history, clocking out at over 217 miles an hour in the 70s. This is something that Dodge now has. Sitting underneath of their main sports oriented brand, Dodge has the Charger, the king of the muscle cars. Although today it is now seen as a sedan, with the Challenger being its main pony car, the Dodge performance oriented brand is now part of the new Stellantis group. And performance may not be on the agenda for everyone, but their product table is massive when you consider the amount of companies that Stellantis now has in their stable. And that is what we are going to be taking a look at today on the Autolux podcast. Autolux.net Autopod streaming day or night coming right at you right here right now. Welcome back to the Autolux podcast. I am your host as always the doctor to the automotive industry Mr. Everett J himself coming to you from our website www.autolux.net and our main podcast host hosting site podbeam.com and if you like this podcast today or even like us in total please like share or comment about anything hashtag Autolux related. Today we're taking a look at the performance brands associated with the new Stellantis Motor Group. Yes we're talking about brands like a barth srt dodge alfa romeo maserati and even the one company that divested itself away from fca ferrari they may not be part of this product table anymore but they still had their foothold in some of the products seen within that company now, FCA, when they merged together, became one of the largest car company with brands like Fiat, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, and Ferrari. At that time, they had a massive undertaking of automobile products around the world. And Dodge, being known as a performance-oriented brand, being the only one that still existed in North America, with its main competitor, Pontiac, being killed out during the 2008 downfall of the American economy, Dodge was here to stay. But Dodge, was powerful. Divesting itself from its Ram products, Dodge can now focus on performance-oriented vehicles. Now, FCA knew this, but they didn't want Dodge to be just dedicated to performance products. They still wanted to sell standardized products. So they merged out the SRT nameplate to create a separate division called the SRT brand. This brand was put on the forefront of the automotive world by the release of the third-generation Viper. Within that product stable, they also had the Chrysler 300 the SRT8, the Dodge Charger SRT, the Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT, and even the Dodge Challenger SRT. SRT was known as a performance brand, aftermarket performance brand for Dodge, similar to that of a Barth for Fiat. Now, Alfa Romeo and Maserati didn't have their own performance sub-brands within those companies. But Alfa Romeo, as everybody already knows, is just a performance brand to begin with. They're like BMW. Of course, BMW does have their M division. Alfa Romeo is now moving into their Julia GTA and GT. They also have the Quadrilifico sub-brand as well. But that's more of a special edition. Alfa Romeo doesn't have one. But being a performance product range, Alfa Romeo is there for power, there for fun, there for putting the power to the road something that dodge is famous for 
Now, why didn't FCA merge these two companies together? Originally, when the Julia was about to come out, it was supposed to be built off the same platform in Brampton, Ontario, as the Dodge Charger, Dodge Challenger, Chrysler 300. But at the last minute, Fiat said no, it needs its own platform. And considering the fact they wanted to be more performance oriented, they decided to go against using Maseratis. Now, why would they do that? Considering the fact that both Alfa Romeo and Maserati have their own SUVs now, you have to think about it. Why? Why not? That's something Stellantis needs to get in hand here product ranges platform building needs to happen and now with more and more aftermarket product ranges within one company Stellantis can now go after more stuff with the world shifting its change from power and fun to green technology and saving the world performance oriented products are slowly dwindling companies like Shelby don't make as many products for Ford anymore hell even Ford only really has the Mustang and the Raptors the ST brands are still there but they're slowly dwindling. BMW with the M division and Mercedes with the AMG are the only main divisions out there that are still kicking around. The S brand from Audi is even moving back. Now it has to be the RS to be considered performance. <sighs> performance products are dwindling. TRD and GR not putting as much stuff into Toyota. Honda not having a lot of Mugen or Type R product for their product lineup. Nissan essentially doing away with Nismo and the SERs. Performance products are disappearing. But now that Stellantis has a Barth, SRT, and even Mopar to help out, they can move into a broader product range where Mopar builds parts and is even known of around the world for building aftermarket parts for most Chrysler products. They're now building product parts for FCA products. You can get Mopar stuff for Fiat's. Mopar is moving out and they don't have to, have to utilize performance. You can move into the Jeep category for performance stuff, off-road category. Mopar is essentially just a parts division, but could be a lot more. But utilizing the SRT name, Plate for both Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram products. Hell, even slapping SRT onto some of the Alfa Romeo or Maserati products could help them out, even though they're not known in their home market. Maserati, with the release of the MC20, is now showcasing the fact that they want to build sports cars. They want to bring back the Maserati of past, where Maserati was essentially a counterpart to Ferrari. We build supercars, we build hypercars, we build grand tours. Sure, we build sedans, but that's only to make money to pay for everything else. Well essentially shouldn't Maserati move into Formula 1 instead of Alfa Romeo? Alfa Romeo only really has two products, the Giulio and the Stelvio. But those two products should work in line with Dodge. The performance product range for Stellantis should include Dodge and Alfa Romeo. Yes, Alfa Romeo is trying to make a foothold in the North American marketplace. But even though they can be built as the same products, they can still differentiate itself from one another. Where Dodge has the SRT product ranges with full-scale on-demand power Alfa Romeo can move into more of a hybridized power plant system, similar to what Chevrolet is now doing with the Corvette, where the next e-Corvette is going to have more power than the Corvette Z06. An electric Corvette is going to have more power than a Z06. Like, seriously, Alfa Romeo can take that from Dodge, where Dodge is the full-on balls-deep power range of a full-blooded V8 pumping through your veins. Alfa Romeo can be the full on-demand EV performance product range. And when you're moving down the product table, you can have a Barth and the Fiat table giving you those entry-level products to go up against the likes of Kia. 
because we've all said that Kia doesn't have their own aftermarket product range. But that's BS, because Kia has the GT line. The GT line is essentially their little itty-bitty performance brand. Well, if you throw a Barth on Fiat's, they can really undercut Kia and take the performance world by storm. Considering the fact that the Barth product range is known for high-performance products in a small package going up against the likes of Brabus. They can utilize e-technology as well because Fiat wants to move into more of an electric power choice as the new Fiat 500 has an electronic component. They can move a Barth into the electric world as well. But again, where does that leave Maserati? But like we said, Maserati wants to go up against Ferrari. Ferrari divided themselves away from the Fiat table. They're still part of them, but they're not part of them. They're considered their own company, but they're not. They don't have to take any words from Fiat. But if they need some help, Fiat can be there to help them along. So Maserati and Dodge could be the full-on balls-deep power plants. But really, in the end, the performance lineup for Stellantis, you need to have your economy, your electric, your luxury electric, and your balls-deep power plants. That's where Dodge comes in. Dodge is not known for EV power plants. Dodge is not known. Hell, they only ever created one electric car in their history of concepts. Built in collaboration with, with Lotus, their electric sports car, the Dodge EV concept was a look in the right direction towards an energy-efficient future. They wanted to create an electric sports car. Whereas if they had done it back then, they might have been able to just be in the same product table as Tesla. But they didn't. Dodge kept to the guns and kept putting balls deep power inside with the Challenger, the Charger, and even the Durango. Hell, they now have an SRT Durango. Sorry, but they're all sold out, but they have them. Then you had the Demon, the SRTs, the wide bodies. Like they've gone all in. The SRT Hellcat wide bodies, the RT wide bodies. They oh. Dodge goes after every performance genre they can think of. But as the world slowly moves into an electric or fuel cell future, they're going to have to start moving out. But if Dodge is full on into just petroleum products within their power plant sources, Dodge would be more poised to going towards the fuel cell future of power plants. So within their own performance stable, Stellantis has every product range to meet the high performance world of tomorrow. Where Fiat can get into that entry level, budget minded, petrol and EV aftermarket system with the Barth lineup, Alfa Romeo can move into a full-scale electric and even partial hydrogen fuel cell system within their branding, and Maserati moving into the full-scale electric performance branding to use in the hypercars and their sedans of the future, putting them more in line with what Porsche is now doing. Maserati can be built to go up against the likes of both Porsche and Mercedes. Alfa Romeo made to go up against the likes of both Polestar and BMW, and BMW's sub-brand. Fiat can be built to go up against the likes of Chevrolet and Ford and their ST and even RS brand. And Dodge. Dodge can carve a niche out for itself as it always does with the king of the muscle car era, the Charger. When they can move into the full-scale performance-oriented Dodge Charger fuel cell performance sedan. Still utilizing a petrol, petrol engine underneath the hood with a V8 or even V10. The Dodge lineup could become the performance brand that everyone requires to fit into this generation and the next. Building new entry-level products.
Rocks, like the Dodge Neon, bring back the Adventure with the Charger, the Challenger, the Durango, the Compact Nitro, a mid-sized Durango SUV, and even move into a Coupe Profile SUV would help Dodge become the performance brand the world needs. They can use those product ranges from Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Peugeot, and put them across the entire range. Engineering those products to handle the power and output required required for Dodge, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, and even Fiat products. Abarth, SRT, Alfa Romeo, and Maserati see a future in performance. Performance will always have a place in the world, as people will always have a need to go faster and differentiate themselves against their friends. There's always going to be teenagers wanting to drag race each other, so you're always going to have to have products to make for those people that want to drag race each other. Nothing is ever going to stop a person's need for speed, except for the police. No matter how much governments crack down on aftermarket performance orientation, vehicles, companies that build them within their own product lines, like a bar and SRT and even Mopar branded products can sell them in places like China which disallow companies like Brabus to be sold because they are a separate entity from the luxury makes that are supplied. Abarth is already in the product stable whereas AMG can sell their products in China and Brabus can't. Abarth can sell them there with Fiat. Mopar and SRT can sell them with Dodge and then Alfa Romeo with their GTA and Maserati. Well Maserati is just Maserati. It doesn't even need its own sub brand. It's Maserati. Performance is on the mind of many still around the world. People still want to go faster and people still want to have a vehicle that can beat the guy next to them. It's still in the mindsets of millions around the world. And with four major divisions and two sub-brands and one part supplier, Stellantis has a big garage of possibilities for the future of performance. So in the end, Stellantis, we hope you're listening. We hope you're taking note of these four product ranges, these two aftermarket companies and one part supplier that can help build your performance brands of of the future. Yes, all four of these divisions don't need to intertwine, similar to the fact that Chrysler, DS, and Lancia need to be combined, but Dodge and Alfa Romeo and even Maserati could be intertwined for more performance-oriented products. To build your performance brand of the future, you're going to need them, and cutting Dodge or even Fiat from this table will not help you in the future. You're going to need them for some time, and you're going to need them to help you build a performance garage that everyone wants. So from the Autolux team and myself, Everett We'd like to ask you, if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on all of our social feeds, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or even share our podcast with your friends from any of the streaming sites attached to our site, www.autolux.net. From Podbeam to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Amazon Music, we are attached to the biggest platforms out there. If you can't find us, let us know, and we will find a way to make sure you can find us. And if you're looking for any of the products or even ratings from these products, please head Head on over to www.autolux.net and click the corporate website link to see any of the divisions we have been talked about within this podcast. From big or small, we have them all, autolux.net corporate websites. And at the end of every year, please check out our end of the year ratings on our rated page to see all your copycats, A-plus awards, and rusties for bad design. So from Stellantis and all the product range, high-performance products within their garage, we would like to say to strap yourself in for this one balls-deep drive from the Stellantis Performance brand.